Greetings, greetings, amazing people. My name is Lisa Romonso, young entrepreneur, best-selling author, global and international business training and rhetorician. Welcome to the episode two of the Insightful Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the global value chain-led development and how it can transform development in Africa. I think that Botswana is a country we are a bit behind when you talk of global value chain development because the fact that most universities that we have in Botswana or almost all the universities that we have in Botswana do not have a program to do with the value chain development or anything related to that or the fact that most people do not understand the importance of programs related to value chain such as the logistics development and operations management that on its own can tell us that as a country we are a bit behind and we do not understand how important global value chain development can be in a country and also in dealing with our agricultural sector so in today's episode that's basically what i'll be talking about or what i'll be sharing with you this episode do not forget to subscribe to my youtube channel do not forget to follow me on instagram and twitter as well like i said my name is lesser monso young entrepreneur global and international business trainee and rhetorician so i welcome each and every one of you to this amazing episode I think it's about time we tell students how important it is to study uh, logistics, you know, and operations management in regard to this particular subject matter to do with the global value chain development in transforming our participation in global economy as Africans, especially for our agricultural products. If you look at the small manufacturing sector or manufacturing development that we have in Botswana, especially the one for potatoes, because there's the one that I've done a little bit of research on it you find that out of 10 manufacturers, only three are certified. You need to understand that before you export potatoes or any product, could be avocados, could be strawberries, could be green peppers, could be any other agricultural product that you may think of before it gets to be exported or before you have that privilege of exporting as a producer, as an agricultural uh, participator, you have to somehow meet the international standards. And in Botswana, according to the small research that I've done, you find that out of 10 manufacturers of potatoes, only 3 out of 10 have certification. And when I say 3 out of 10, I'm talking about 3 companies or 3 manufacturers that out of 10 manufacturers, we are talking big scale here, meet the global standard. And the certification comes only when you meet the global standard. 3% of our biggest producers of these potatoes meet the global standards to export to other countries. And the worst part about these three manufacturers is that two of them are not even Botswana. They're not from Botswana. They're people who came here as investors and they're not necessarily people of Botswana or citizens of this country. Now let's go to the beef value chain because as Botswana, in the past 20 years or two decades ago, we were known to be the biggest producer of beef in the whole world. We're the biggest producer of the juiciest, the sauciest beef that you can ever think of in the entire globe. But the reality of the matter is that the beef value chain in Botswana was started by the Dutch. They set up the distribution companies in South Africa for the EU and we became the biggest producer of beef. They set up farms in Pandamatenga, they set up farms in the CKGR in the Kalahari and we became the biggest producer of beef in that sense. At that time, we did not just become the biggest producer of 
beef but we became the number one producer of beef in the entire world and even in our continent from all that from all that the biggest exports of beef came from the farms owned by the dutch in the ckgr in the kalahari so as a mozwana i want to ask you that as you eat beef as you eat texan as you eat you know all these sorts of uh processed beef that comes from outside that comes from sometimes even here have you ever seen any of those products have you ever seen it written in the container of that beef or any other product that 90 90% of the contents in it comes from Botswana be it Unilever be it anything that you can ever think of have you ever seen it written that 90% of it is from Botswana have you ever seen that now the funny thing about the beef export in Botswana and also the beef or meat commission authorities and agencies that we have is that farmer receives less than 20% of the value of the product before it enters the market why is it so the answer is simple it's because there's no accountability measures and standards to the farmer right from the factory floor entire process is flawed by lack of proper governance in a processes by lack of proper standards in a processes and also by machinations and shenanigans around the processes until finally it is on auction the hard part in your hearts as Botswana should be why are we so important in a beef value chain however the south african beef the namibian beef and in some instances the south american beef is everywhere in the world markets except the botswana beef one may ask how then do we negotiate our place in a global value chain i'll not talk about gold i'll not talk about diamonds i'll not talk about uranium i'll not talk about the oil in gabon where the gdp per capita is 9000 us dollars which is actually a drop from 13000 us dollars per capita but the daily lives of people in gabon are 2000 per capita daily 12 companies control the oil have we ever as a country been involved in production of the world and global value chain yes we have the only thing that we've not done is to negotiate our place in a global value chain either because we have been colonized or because we have been ignorant and in some instances maybe we've been exacerbated by our corrupt systems that have not seen it as important to educate its citizens in importance of key skills in the value chain development as fundamental so you find that you realize that the same percentage of education and skills development between 1976 and 1996 that's about three decades from the time when we had independence as a country that's in terms of quality production that's in terms of capacity production per person i do not think that we are growing ladies and gentlemen i do not have any scientific statistics for that and that's frankly speaking i do not see Botswana with the right skills they have the best land Botswana have the best land there's too much land in our country but then when we talk of skilled personnel the right skills for farming the right skills for producing the produce or being in a value chain being in a place that we are questioning right now where Botswana a typical Botswana out there can be a producer in a beef value chain so ladies and gentlemen my feeling is that 2.5 billion of the population of the world that is a third of the population of the world will be around this continent of Africa and that's only if the continent does not drift apart as the scientists suggested that in a million years it will drift apart but 2050 is just three decades from today and we'll be having a population of about 2.5 billion people around this continent of Africa the question ladies and gentlemen is why don't we create the new global chain quote and quote right here in Africa why does Nigeria have to import tomatoes from Spain why does South Africa 
have to import chickens from China? Why do we as Botswana have to import coffee from Britain? Why do we have to import sugar from any other place that's not within Africa? I want you to imagine all the things around you. Think about every other thing in your home. If you go in your kitchen right now, you realize that all these things that are in your kitchen, we have them in Africa being produced by Africans. Of recent, we have pads, sanitary pads, sanitary towels that are produced here in Botswana. But you find that when you go into your pantry, when you go in your closet, you're going to find always pads or always sanitary pads. You're going to find cortex sanitary pads, which are not produced here. Think of the coffee that you drink. You drink Nescafe, which does not come here or come from here. So it's about time that as Africans, we begin to take care of all the otters that are owned by us Africans. Ladies and gentlemen, with all due humility, I think it's about time AFCTA, which is the African continent trade area, starts to rethink or starts rethinking without disturbing the global trade. It's about time we start thinking how it can start trade among the African region at lower costs because this is something that's doable. It's something that we can do as Africa, as the African continent. Rethink how we are about to start up a low-cost distribution of goods and services within the region. You will be able to open up an incredible source of income for the people of Botswana, for the people of Sarik, for the people of the Sub-Sahara, for the people of this beautiful continent of Africa. But all that is useless. All that is completely useless. If our Ministry of Education, right from the basic up until tertiary, is dead. If our Ministries of Education, right from their grassroots up until the tertiary level, are dead as they are, all that remains useless. And the death I'm talking about here is the death of the structure of the global value chain. I love this very much. However, we are too far as a country. We are too far in terms of governance. We are too far in terms of structures. We are too far as a continent in terms of making this dream a reality. We are behind in terms of building skills in our people. We've always been behind in terms of global chain of almost everything. Mineral-wise, food-wise, people-wise, everything-wise, we've always been behind, ladies and gentlemen. And the problem is that we've always been slaves in the processes as Africans, as the African region. We've kept the structure of the governance. The structure of the governance keeps it that way because, and you gotta note this, because we receive 347 billion US dollars in FDIs, in investments, and donor funds in Africa. Do you know how much is the total amount of cash in foreign banks by more than 100,000 Africans? That amounts to 1 trillion US dollars. And do you know how much we can fund in terms of the value of FDI that comes in Africa? It's a sign that we can do three times, three times the value of FDI, foreign direct investment that comes in Africa. So that is a sign that we are capable as Africans. But all we do as Africans is extracting cash, flights, business, and all the debts that go with it. Of course, it's not ABC. Of course, it's not one, two, three. Of course, it's not an easy task to turn around the value chain or the global value chain in a developing country. But it's important that we own up as Africans. It's important that we own up to our continent. We own up to our value chain. We own up to the fact that, of course, we may be a 10%, but it is not enough just being there and accepting it as something that cannot be transformed. We gotta own up to the fact that at least there should be an increase to maybe 45%. There should be an increase to maybe 50% of the value that we produce, of the value that we create, of the value that we make as Africans. In the words of Mr. George Njenga of the Strathmore Business School in Kenya, I would say that 
enough is enough thank you so much everyone for listening this is not something that's meant to point out mistakes in our leaders but it is something that's said with the intention to bring transformation in the way that we think as Africans to the way in which we visualize the world as Africans to the way in which we think of transformative solutions that can actually take us from here to there as Africans because we are capable just like everyone else but the only thing that we gotta deal with is our systems the only thing that we gotta deal with is our mindset the only thing that we gotta deal with is the way in which we view the world and this is can be changed we gotta join hands as African countries and do something about these issues like I said my name is Lesero Monto best-selling author young entrepreneur global and international business trainee and rhetorician stay safe keep safe and be blessed do not forget to share this podcast with your families and friends peace